Hello, everyone. This is Jack Casper. And this is Jack Rohr. And welcome to our second episode of our brand new podcast, Jack's Jack's in in the the Box box office. Office, where we watch and break down the movies that were wrecked, destroyed, scolded, obliterated, sped on, and criticized to the max by professional reviews. So you don't waste your time. The movie for this week, The Last Airbender. All right, so here's the blockbuster breakdown, everyone. The Last Airbender was released in 2010 under Paramount Pictures. The film was directed and written by M. Night Shyamalan, music by James Newton Howard, cinematography by Andrew Lesney, and casting was done by Douglas Abel. The cast in this film included Noah Ringer as Aang, Dev Patel as Prince Zuko, Nicola Peltz as Katara, Jackson Rathbone as Soka, Sean Taub as Uncle Ro, and Asif Mandvi as Commander Zhao. I completely mispronounced that. It's okay. So did the movie. Um, (laughs) Right. We'll get back to that in a second. So, yeah, The Last Airbender. The Last Airbender. um, If I could really use anything to describe it, it would be... uh, (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And we're just like, you know, we're getting out those new sound effects as we're speaking. Might as well. Jack, coming from somebody like yourself who really hasn't seen the show too much what did you what were your like your thoughts of the movie like in general yeah so before i get into any specific um you know details of how i felt i mean i remember watching it as a kid probably around like 2011 or 2012 right and i really liked it back then but when you're watching it as an adult and when you're literally in school for like film and media Watching these kind of films, you're like, really? Yeah. It's interesting, especially considering I'm coming from somebody who I haven't seen all of The Last Airbender, but I've seen like enough. This movie kind of tries to encapsulate the entirety of the first season, which is book one where Aang learns waterbending. It kind of gives me the same vibe as the initial, um, what's the word? What's the movie? Um, the uh, Lemony Snicket, Snicket series of unfortunate events, like the movie with Jim Carrey, where it kind of tries to encapsulate the first three books into one movie. Right. It just feels rushed. Oh, I feel that completely. And, like, there's no energy to this movie. There's literally no energy to this movie. And I just can't believe that, you know, (laughs) this is something that, like, fans would anticipate just, like, see, you know? And it's just ridiculous how, like, such a great director, um, which I actually love... uh, What's the director's name again? M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. He directed Signs. Wow, I completely just messed that yeah, up too. You, yeah, I know. I'm I am horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so unprofessional. But he directed the film Signs, and I'm such a big fan of that movie. My family loves watching it. Have you ever seen Signs? No, I haven't. Oh my god. We're, okay, we're gonna definitely watch that just for like you know hell of entertainment. Oh but no, why? It is so good. Like oh my god, it just makes me feel euphoric. And like another level, you know what I'm saying? Wow, yeah, no lies. We love. Okay, we just love the sound player right oh, now. Great. It's it's a fantastic. This uh, little device here that we have it is quite the uh, spectacle. So, all right, so I'm about to give some, you know, like fast facts that we're just going to throw out there in the Trivia. next couple of seconds. And this is provided by an IMDb. Pardon. So everything that is said or stated, this is directly from the website, and I'm just wording it in my own way. So basically, I always always say I am BD. I am. (laughs) I can't speak today. Good lord, I don't know what is going on with me. Um. So in Britain, bender is a slang term that means male homosexual, and so there are a couple of lines that said, "Oh my god, he's a bender," and apparently in like Great Britain or England, they were laughing their asses off. 
you know? So they're like, oh my God, he's gay. <laughs> like, which I think is like, oh, wow. Okay, cultural difference. Um, and let's see, the movie also won the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Picture. What, what even is that? Like, what kind of award is that? So it's basically like, you know, a comedic award. So obviously there's the high-end awards, there's the Oscars, there's the Grammys, Golden Globes, et cetera, et cetera. But the Raspberry, or the Razzies, I think they call it? The Golden yeah, Raspberries. Razzies. Yeah, I know. Um, it's basically used as a comedic relief to insult, like, the worst rated <laughs> things out there in the media. It legitimately. And it's just so, I'm like, it's a great idea. But, like, if you're a director or an artist that gets a Razzie, holy shit, you're done. It's over. Like, you yeah. know that your um, film or whatever project that you did is complete trash. It, it's over. It's done. Oh, no lies. But also... Funny story. Side note, Nickelodeon did not give the film any nominations at the 2011 Kids' Choice Awards, despite the fact that uh, Airbender was a uh, Nickelodeon movie's motion picture. So it's almost like they themselves don't want to acknowledge it. Uh, can I get a... Ha 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 ha. We're going to have a lot of different sound noises oh, going no on lies. in this episode. So you know what? And I'm, I'm excited for next episode because we're going to go f whole hammy. Like, f crazy. Damn. Yeah, me too. That's so good. God, I'm hungry. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you ready for the general breakdown of this entire film? Boy, am I. All right. So let's get back at it. And we're back. And before we get into the nitty gritty of things, here is some delightful and <laughs> tasteful commentary made by us from the other night. Yes, sir. Here's what we had to say while watching the movie The Last Airbender. Today's drink of choice is a Fireball Root Beer Floats. It is exactly what it sounds like. I'm honestly not mad about it. I like it so far. I don't know. It was kind of an improv thing because it wasn't any recipe that we found, but, uh, you know, so it did well. Impromptu. Impromptu. Is that the word you're looking for? Just said Avatar. Wait. Avatar. I forgot about all the pronunciations in this movie. There's like so many that they screw up. Oh really? Yeah, like the main character, they call him Ong. And Sokka. What is it supposed to be? Like Ing? Or what is it? Ang. Ang. Yeah. Ang and Sokka, it's Ong and Sokka. Oh fuck. Oh my, and all the, okay, just, yeah. Okay, immediately, freaking Katara seems like this, like, optimistic child, like, oh my god, did you see that? And Sokka's like, get that away from me. This is not at all. Close to their characters, and now she's getting a stupid narration. So, just to reiterate, I personally have not seen all of like Avatar. I know that like a lot of my friends have. I just haven't. It just wasn't my thing. Um, definitely after this movie, though, I definitely have to get on it. So, <laughs> Katara just hit Ang's or Ong's uh, little ice enclosure with, her, with Sokka's boomerang, and now I got a big old light beam coming out. It's God. This is like. Aang's acting, uh, he could do a little better. He is a kid though, I'm not gonna get, okay, I'm not gonna roast a kid, but. I'll roast a kid, oh. <laughs> it's fucking bad. Uh, I don't know. Aang doesn't even pose a fight, that was so just, that was so anticlimactic. If you don't come onto my ship, I'll burn down this village. I'll go with you, don't hurt anybody. Like, 
jolly, fun-loving Uncle Iroh that we all remember, tea-loving. Um, in this movie, not only is he Uncle Iro, but he's really skinny, really menacing, very not true to his character. That's a lot. Um, that's like the main theme in this um, movie adaptation is a lot of characters don't really represent their cartoon counterparts. Even like Sokka, he's very like serious, very, his demeanor is very like stoic, very stern, and in the show he's like pretty much just like the comedic re relief. He's just full of one-liners and he hasn't made me laugh this entire time. In fact, he's made me quite like uncomfortable. <laughs> How can that be? You're not convincing. What an appetizing breakfast. Tea and a rock. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the rock is shaking. The rock is shaking. <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> Fuck this SOB. Okay, why does Aang look like my old best friend from like fifth grade? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> so what happens when Aang farts? Does uh, it? He passes wind. I mean, <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> but I mean, does it? Is it like a giant like fart beam that comes out of his? Ass? I think the question you need to ask yourself is, can he bend it? <laughs> oh, wait. No, 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 no. Just, like, smooths and bends the fart and puts it right in someone's face. Yeah, it's like the it's like the next level of crop dusting. <laughs> it's, like, just, like, choosing who to put it in front of. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know? Oh, wow, and you move to this rock. You're the, you're an airbender. You're the avatar. Fucking losers. God. <sighs> Sokka's still annoying. Should we do a count of how many times we hear it mispronounced? Yes. All right, I'll create a tally. Look at all those dead people. And here we have like like six earthbenders doing this gigantic dance just to do lift this tiny little rock and throw it at them. Like talking like use in the show talking like use her feet just to get a giant boulder. This is like this this inaccuracy that I'm like trying to portray within this movie. It's just so like not close. This is rare. My mother told me about these. She sounds like Charlie D'Amelio. I don't even know who that is. Oh, honey. <laughs> teachers, teachers to teach you bending. <laughs> the head nodding. <laughs> Can we go back to that scene one more time? Do you have your remote? Yes. I'm oh, okay, we're good. But no. So we gotta go back. Oh my god, the head nod, that ang. <laughs> I need to tell you something. What is it, Ong? What is it, Ong? I away before the day they told me I was the Avatar. They said it cannot work with the responsibilities of the Avatar. Why can't the Avatar have a family? I asked that. They said that's a sacrifice the Avatar always has to make. Oh, Lord. So, what if we found you? Teachers. Teachers to teach you bending. Which <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. By the way, you have the biggest, like, milk stash right now, and it's great. Oh my god! <laughs> so one example is that, like, Aang is running away, or Ung, as they're pronouncing it. Ung. Ung, Ung, Um, so, you know, he's deciding to fly away, and there's no, like, drama. No, what they do is they get off of bed at the same time. You had to lay down for this one. Yeah, like yeah, I had to. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just so not necessary. 
what's his name again? Uh, what's supposed to be his name? Sokka. Sokka. So yeah, he's supposed to be like bigger and animated and more like quirky, right? Yeah. No, he's essentially like the whole community. Exactly. The he's like, I'll do it. Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, he's got like no personality. <laughs> Go to Target and buy one for the love of crap. God. Red card. Oh. If you go, you'll save five percent. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, so your casual H is gonna go in a frickin' rowboat right across the sea. You think? Since he's a firebender, when he gets in the water, it goes Oh no, Zuko's gonna die. Is she stupid or something? She Let him meditate and let him do his thing. Stop looking at him, you f***ing weirdo. Ugh, pedophile. No, oh, They're the same age! N are they actually? I think it's implied. Oh, bitch. Speaking of pedophilia, here comes, here comes the fire. The movie is getting to the part where it's getting so boring, especially during the action moments where we're just on our phones. It's like that meme of the dog who's in the burning house and he's yeah. just like, this is fine. Exactly, yeah, that's what I was referencing. So Ong didn't s Ang didn't say ah, I did it. What was that? Fucking I know, I'm horrible. Moral of the story, everything can be solved with human sacrifice. Everything can be solved with human sacrifice. Okay, for the first time, that guy actually was acting. A thing acting. Oh, I remember this part. This is cool. They drown the shit out of him. Yeah. You know, like in your ass when you're ready to just shoot the biggest diarrhea ever, and you just get that feeling <laughs> that it's about to happen in a wave. That's kind of like what it's. Ang <laughs> is Ang is like. I'm, I'm about to. Uh, oh shit. I'm about to excurt this out of my body. I'm about to destroy this village with the most <laughs> fiery liquid shits on this side of the Mississippi. Oh my god. Get ready. <laughs> Man. Oh my god. That was... We said all of I oh. We said so much stuff. <sighs> oh my lord. I can't believe that. I mean, I guess we were both in that place. We were just oh, like, fuck yeah. this. No lies. I think, I think one thing that really stuck out to me was how cheesy the movie sounded while we were listening to the, uh, the audio. Because as we were listening to it, I was just thinking, like, holy f This movie is just so, like, cheesy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And the acting was No oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I can't reach for the button. God damn it. I can't reach for the button. <laughs> the acting was good. <laughs> Bang the table. <laughs> Bang the <laughs> table. Thank you. But oh my oh, yeah, lord. The acting was not good. Uh-uh. It was just no. No. Yeah, we want to break it down and all. We want to like, yeah, we're, that's basically yeah. I mean, that's basically <clears throat> the segment. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted a chance for the listeners to you know hear how we were reacting oh, to the no movie lie. in I'm, like current time. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's uh, I think that's good because it can. <laughs> oh, um, as we're talking about like our thoughts on the movie, you can reference those instances where maybe we were like you know, like what the, f and it really goes to show and gives you a point like ah yes this is what they meant this is what they were talking about um because <laughs> of how many times i'm going to mention how Sokka has no personality <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and i what did i say i said if you don't have a personality go to target and buy one i do have a red card you can go to <laughs> you can save five percent <sighs> i i mean there was just some commentary that i just remember saying and i'm like why, why? 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 why
there were no there were a few times when we were listening to it where I would like I would think something and then I would hear myself say it and I'm like <laughs> read my own mind. Oh god. But I think so from the very beginning, you know, I was a little bit hopeful about it and I you know, the visuals are great and I think the um actual uh effects were well presented. Yeah, no, for 2010 it looked uh pretty good. I can't say the same about Everything else, but mm, for 2020, 2010, it looked pretty good. I think I already asked you this, but like coming from somebody's perspective who hasn't really seen the show, like what are your initial, what, what were your initial thoughts? What What do you like? You know what I'm saying? Um. So when I watched this movie at a very young age, um, you know, I I did like it back then, but when you're kind of like watching it now, and yeah. I think about like the people that were 20 back in you know, back then, like in 2010, who were 20, um, and they didn't watch Avatar prior, I don't think that they would be convinced to watch it, like the actual real thing, you know, because it was so boring and so bland, and then it would probably, like, cause people to lose the hype. Like, why are you watching this show again? Like, what? what's yeah. special about it? No, yeah, it didn't really do Avatar, The Last Airbender, Airbender oh my goodness, any justice, um, because, you know, I recall watching that show with my older brother uh, when we would get home from school, and it was just, like, very intense, very magical, very, you know, very driven, very unique, and, wow, that was a loud creak, and... <laughs> the ghosts are coming. The ghosts are coming. Um... And it just had this charm to it, which I think the movie was really lacking. And if I had anything to say about this movie regarding its quality, I think it's a Walmart brand of the uh, of oh. the show. You know, with that great value brand where it's like, we have The Last Airbender at home, but The Last Airbender at home is uh, is this. Right, or like one of those movies that are kind of like made to be remakes. So like, what is it? Hocus Pocus and then Halloween Town is what that movie is? Have you seen that? Yeah, uh, I just recently saw Halloween Town. Like, actually, like, this past Halloween was the first time I had ever seen it. Have you seen Hocus Pocus? No. Oh, people, people, somebody. How in the can you not watch Hocus Pocus first? Oh, my gosh, dude. Is, we get it. Wait, we is get Halloween it. Town, like, a remake of Hocus Pocus? Pretty much. When did Hocus Pocus come out? I think it came out, like, two or three years after. It was it was a huge hit from Disney. Wait, wait, Hocus Pocus came after Halloween Town, but Halloween Town is a remake of Hocus. No, no, no. no. Halloween Town was after. Oh, Hocus Pocus. oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of like a cheap remake. I going from that point. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just I'm. <sighs> <laughs> I don't have anything. Like, I don't know. There's, like, the only thing, there wasn't anything that really stood out that it, I really enjoyed. It really had no substance. That's the, at the end of the day, that's what struck me about The Last Airbender is I had only seen it once when I was younger because I was like, oh, sick. You know, I saw the ads on Nickelodeon after watching the show thinking this is going to be great. And then I go, let me, let me slow down for a second. And then I, <laughs> and then I go into this theater and I see it and it kind of gave me this, like, like, what did I just watch? Like, it felt like, and I felt the same way watching it with you the other night thinking, we sat down for almost two hours and I was just thinking, what did I just watch? You mm -hmm. know? And it's like, they definitely do things like, you know, Sokka and, or Soka, as he said in the movie. And this is one thing you'll note. And I think I already said this, but like, there are so many mispronunciations on Soka, um, uncle Eero, the avatar for God's sakes. It, it, it's like, they didn't even watch the show, but it like, you know, they discover Aang, they like, you know, talk about his history. They find out that he's been frozen for a hundred years. They, um, 
he gets captured by the uh, by the Fire Nation, and then he escapes, and then he finds Katara and Sokka again, and they have to like teach him water bending. You know, it's got like a it's got like a story, it's got like a basic structure, but there is no substance, and it is so mindless. Everything happening just kind of just kind of like it's like one thing after the other. It doesn't really connect, if that makes sense. It's like, oh, this is happening now. Oh, wait, I thought we were at the last thing. Right, completely. The thing that really sent me, and I was completely, like, baffled. And I'm like, um, what school did you go for acting? Like, hello? Like, come on now. Like, there was a scene, what was it? Uh, it was a boy and the girl, both in blue. I, I, Katara and Sokka. Yes, I'm not that cultured. Um, so, uh, what? Fuck you. <laughs> Ooh, you, you forgot to use the, uh... Well, because I meant it. Um, let's... <laughs> Shade in the workroom. Um. Anyway, so they were laying flat, and then as soon as um Ang was leaving, you know, they wake up suddenly, and they just suddenly, they just like rise, and they gave a visual like presentation to you while we were watching a movie. I'm like, why the hell are they rising like this? And they're going, why is he leaving? He should be coming back soon. <laughs> he will be back. Like, okay, Siri, you're giving a great presentation. He shall tonight. be back. In five miles, turn left at the Fire Nation. In two hundred miles, turn right. Turn right. Uh, I don't okay. like. I don't like how accurate that sounds. I don't like how spot on that was. I know that robotic. Like, do you ever fail the uh, "I'm not a robot" things? You know, when you have to check the box and hit all the boxes with crosswalks on them. Do you ever fail those? Maybe once or twice, but <laughs> I, knew, I knew it. Well, because no, it's because I'm stupid because I forgot about like, you know, a, re a red or green light thing, you know, on the road. I don't even know. I just. Uh, oh, totally. I'm not, I'm not that bright. Okay. Hey, hey, I think you deserve some. Uh, I think you deserve some applause. Don't ever sell yourself short, you know? I oh, think. my gosh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you Why did I that. actually like that moment? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheering you on. He's a supporter, guys. But I'm not cheering on this movie. Okay, seriously. Um, one thing I also want to just say regarding the actor's performance, um, Dookie. Um, <laughs> it was not good. And I, one of my favorite characters, I'll use Sokka as an example, or Soka as he's portrayed in this film, um, this godforsaken film. Um, and he is supposed to be like the comedic relief, right? I mean, like this show can definitely have a serious tone, but that's one of the things that's really cool about The Last Airbender is it has comedic relief. It knows when to be serious and it knows when not to be. And it's got that nice, healthy blend, you know? And the the Last Airbender movie is so, like, it tries so hard to be serious, but it just doesn't work. And Sokka, of all characters, who is like, you know, like I said prior, the comedic relief, the funny one, he is just very stoic, very stern, like I said in one of our reaction clips, and he just is not there. He is very bland, one-dimensional. I, you know, it just really rubbed me the wrong way, and he just didn't have any substance. And I think I'm going to, Jack and I are going to say that a lot, and I know that has already been said a couple times, but the key thing that is very is lacking in this work is substance. Now, <laughs> so, you know, we're kind of just going on these tangents right now because there's nothing specific that really gravitated toward any of us. Oh, yeah, right? 100%. Like, there's nothing that we can be like, oh, yeah, that detail, 
spot on, spot on, Mm-mm. like full kudos. No, none of that. It's no, it's like I one of one of the things I kind of want to say that I think I've already touched on a couple of times is how not accurate it is to the show. But I think that's something that's already been established within these the past 12 years or 11 years that it's been out is that this movie is nothing does not represent the show. It kind of looks like it like with the characters, they kind of look like their counterparts. But even then, it's just like it does not do the show justice. And that is I could give you multiple examples, but I think one I'll say is the scene where the uh, Fire Nation is invading uh, the Earth Nation and the Earthbenders are a start. They have like a group and they start fighting off the Fire Nation and they do like this silly little dance, which is, uh, I will say, a lot of na- a lot of the benders, regardless of the, what element they bend, do this weird dance before they bend something small and it's really kind of hilarious. British but homosexuals. They, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> These British homosexuals are... Like the earthbenders, there's like six of them doing like this little dance. And then finally they shoot like one tiny little rock across. It's like, dude, in the show, like an earthbender, like Toph could literally just like, like stomp her feet and get a giant boulder to kick across. It's like, it's so like scarily inaccurate. Mm -hmm. Completely. I was just thinking to myself that they were like, earthbenders, bend down before me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I hate <laughs> Poor comedy, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like uh, <laughs> I agree. I like it. Um, <laughs> I agree. I just there's just really no substance, and I don't. I mean, looking just even thinking back, and we were paying attention to the movie like majority of the time. We were, we were, we actually were. Cats, we weren't. No, you know what? I will say, though, um, there was a period in this uh, of watching The Last Airbender where you and I were progressively checking our phones more, and I think that goes to show how boring and how lacking this movie was yeah. in, throughout its entirety. Mm-hmm. Completely, because there was nothing shocking. There were barely... Nobody cried. Um, or no one... I didn't see tears. I didn't... You know what I mean? Like, they, they tried <laughs> crying... They didn't actually like. I need. I need the full moment. I need the tears. I need the f- red face. I need them like bawling on the ground. You know, even when they tried to cry, it's like it wasn't even working. It's just kind of like they were idling on their face for a solid like minute, and it's kind of like when you're trying to convince the teacher that you're sick so you can go home. You're trying to force out a cry, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, That's like what it looked like. Do you know like those? What is it? It's like those people in middle school that try so hard to become like YouTube stars, and then they like do these little skits and stuff, and they're trying so hard to be like acting wise. You know what I mean? Every like every theater kid. I'm a theater kid, sir. Every theater kid. Oh my god! <laughs> Jackson, the box office was filmed in front of a live studio <laughs> audience. <laughs> Because I'm just such a character. <laughs> yes. You're an ass. <laughs> um, but no, I wasn't that that kind of person that would be like, oh, I'm gonna make a YouTube video and do my acting, you know, thing. I know. I'm just giving you a Shit. hard time of that too. Mm-hmm. I know. But moving forward, I just it's not that was a waste of two hours. Oh, no, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, I think our milkshakes were pretty good. I think us uh, hanging out was fun, but I yeah. think watching this movie was a waste of time. It It's it's not even, like, it's not even, like, funny bad. Like, at least Cats was funny bad. This is just, like, boring. Mm-hmm. And 
bad. And oh, just absolutely. I would not recommend watching this. Even if you're like a big fan of the show like I am, I just it, it is a waste of time. It will only just leave you feeling like wanting more. Like not more of this movie, but just like more of anything, you know? Right, exactly. And even if you haven't watched the show, kinda like me, um, you know, it's it's still not worth it. It's not gonna give you any background on what the show is actually about. If anything, it just gives you a little bit. Um, I mean, the only thing that was semi-accurate is that there are four nations. You yeah, know? That yeah, was semi-accurate. It, it's like the it's like the cliff notes of the show, but if like the cliff notes was written by like the kid who got straight D's in high school, <laughs> you know. Right. Oh God, you ready to go through the reviews and guess how much it is? I'm ready if you're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Welcome back, y'all, to our last segment or last portion of this episode. We are reviewing The Last Airbender, and we're about to guess uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score and the reviews that were sponsored by Major Critiques. Major Critiques. Major. That's they're, tell- they're pretty big. Total it, hope you let to the max. Okay. All right, so same as last week, uh, Jack has it pulled up on his their computer, and I will be guessing. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's incredibly low. All and right. I'm not going to tell you if it's higher or lower than Cats, though. Is, okay, I think this is the same question I asked last week, but uh-huh. which one is higher, the audience score or the uh, tomato, whatever it's called, like the... The audience score is higher. The audience score is higher. What's the other score called again? What's the term? Tom- is it tomato meter. Tomato meter. Okay. The audience score is higher? Mm-hmm. You said it's really low, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to... This is just a shot in the dark. Okay. So for the audience score, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with like uh, 22%. And for the tomato, I'm going to go with... I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. Here's a shot. Okay. This might be a stretch, but I'm gonna go with five, five percent. You're correct in the tomato meter. <gasps> no way. Yeah, you're it correct. Actually it's actually five percent. Oh my god. It's actually five percent. Yeah. That's so funny. And then you were close to the audience score. The audience score is thirty percent. Oh, okay. I was only eight. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, really yeah. a five. Yeah, it's really oh five. God. That's lower than cats. I was like, I and was cats like, is shit, man. No, cats is bad, but that's worse. I was like, I was like, there's no way it's a five. I was like, this is a stretch. oh, it is. Yeah, wow. it's five. That's it's five. Crazy. Oh my god. God. Oh, and they're all bad. Are all the really? reviews are there's horrible. Like, there's like no redeeming. No. No, there's none. Oh my god, there's none. Holy crap. Read, uh, you should read some of those reviews. Yes, yes. That I mean, that's literally why I pulled up. <laughs> oh, I just thought you were browsing. Uh, well, yes, of course. No, 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 no. Okay. Let's look for some irrelevant ones. Um, let's look at the Daily Telegraph, and this is from UK. Uh, this is by uh, Mr. and Mrs. Sandu. Um, ah, Yes. A quite breakingly inept hodgepodge of vapid spirituality, playground chop sake, and visual effects that take 3D to an entirely new level. Zero D. <laughs> I can sense like the petty in that. Oh, uh, like she was like, let me make sure that I include the worst, you know, 
possible. Oh no! Like, Insert word. You know, segment. Zero. She hated it, or he. I don't know. <laughs> Gender neutral, babes. Them. Um, them. They. Yes, they. Them. Pronouns. Um, if so, pleased. Uh, let's see. So here is from Peter Bradshaw from the Guardian, uh, top critic. After the first five seconds, it seems as if you have been watching it for around two and a half hours, and that this time has passed in four and a half days. He isn't wrong. He's that's he's scarily really accurate. Not, yeah, he's scarily really not accurate. wrong. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to turn my mic again. Wait, there we go. That is that is so true. This movie drags on forever, and <sighs> it just blows completely. Mm-hmm. Let's see here, let's check out another one. Philadelphia Weekly. I can't even tell you what this movie is about. How many more chances are we gonna give this guy? Is he dissing the director? Yeah, he's dissing M. Oh, Night Shyamalan. Oh, man. Because at the time, M. Not, M. Night Shyamalan didn't have too many uh, good movies. Oh, shoot. I think he's gotten better over time, but... Mm-hmm. Science was good. I, I really liked it, not okay. gonna lie. I could be wrong, but did he direct Hereditary? I think he did. I did have to he? Check that out. Do you want to look that up real quick? I'm going to fact check that real quick. I.E. Weekly, top critic. Call M. Night Shyamalan is a woodbender. This Kindle cast is as flat and stiff as a particle board. Okay, he did not direct Hereditary. Oh, he did not. Okay. No, he didn't. Damn. Oh, in the New York Post. Oh, thank God. Okay. S- wow. So this is by Lou Eliminick. Stilted dialogue, wooden acting, glacial pacing, cheesy special effects, tacky-looking sets, ugly costumes, <laughs> poorly staged and edited action sequences, all shown in a murky cut-rate 3D. Wow. That was That was that good. Was Dang. Okay. Okay, Lou, get it. Get that wording. Okay, um, also, side note, I've been looking at various websites right now. I know M. Night Shyamalan is involved in Hereditary at some, in some way, but he is not the director, and he's not, like, mm-hmm. the producer either. So um, I I can't figure it out. So I just like to, I just like to put that in there. That's, that's, that's what I've been doing right now. Let's see. So this is from Wall Street Journal. So this is big, big boy. Big boy. God, I just burped. Um, nice. Thank you. You're welcome. So M. Night Shyamalan's big screen live action version of the popular Nickelodeon animated TV series constitutes a form of Chinese water torture in which (laughs) tin ear line readings take the place of drips. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because Chinese water torture gets worse after every drip and this gets worse after every line reading. I get the reference. (laughs) Oh, my God. Richard Cordless. Oh my gosh, please, Hollywood, if there's to be another Airbender movie, hand the job to some efficient hack and not to a once mesmerizing artist who lost his way. Mr. Wireless, I mean cordless, has a point. Oh my god. Wow. That is... Wow. Wow, these are... They're reading reading him to filth. They are... They're reading the director to filth. Rip. The T is strung. Good lord. Golly. Well... (laughs) I'm glad we're not the only ones that don't think very highly of this movie. No, I'm not the only one. New York Daily News. Okay, and this is the last one I'm probably going to read for today. So Joe Neumuller. That was a name. Yeah. Yeah. If you thought it was bad when writer-director M. Night Shyamalan was channeling Rod Serling, wait till you see him try to be George Lucas. Uh, Yikes! They are just dude. They're ripping uh, on so shreds. And then here, I'm going to read one more. So this is from Real Views. This is a bad filmmaking and bad storytelling. It also sounds 
what should have been the death knell to M. Night Shyamalan's career. <sighs> yeah, so this wasn't God. very well received. It's it's not good. It's boring. I mean, they're, film critics are aggressive. They, mm-hmm. they give no shits. Yeah, no. They will tell it like it is. They will tell it like it is. And they are right. I mean, as aggressive as they sound and exaggerated, exaggerated as it sounds, they are right. Exactly. You know? I mean, I'm not going to sit on a, go on an online forum and say, M. Night Shyamalan is terrible. He deserves to die because of his work. Like these guys. But like, <laughs> you know, the movie is not that good. No. It's really not. Well. Well. What would you give this movie out of 10? Two. A two? Yeah. I'd give it a two because I think, you know, regardless of what they said about the special effects and Zero D, whatever that review said, Mm -hmm. I think for 2010, it was all right. It wasn't bad. Um, And I think they got some of the likeness of the characters, like, close but it, that's really all I can give it. You know, that's really all I can say. Mm. I actually have to give this one a three. And the reason why I give it a three is because the actual footage and, like, the actual, like, location was great. Like, the actual visuals were great. But it was the acting and the whole entire plot line and story in general that just, pfft, No. It ain't happening. Like, it's just so sad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do. <laughs> I can't wait to get used to those. So oh no, much. they're they're lovely. Oh uh, god. But yeah. So, any uh, final thoughts? Um, I don't know. I really <sighs> steer steer clear of this one, guys. I know it's been eleven years, but you know, if you haven't seen it, don't. Um, but if you're curious, you know, don't. Um, and if you really, you know, you're a big fan of the last the Avatar, the last airbender in the universe, and you really just want an excuse to watch this movie, don't, uh-huh. yeah. and that's really all I have to say about it. I mean, honestly, yeah, it's just, there's so many other great movies and things that are out there. Just please don't watch this one. Don't. It's, it's just so. And assuming you have Netflix, which, um, we watch this movie on, uh, you can watch something better, including the entire series. All right. So, to conclude this episode, this podcast was produced by Bearcast Media, both by Jack Rohr and Jack Casper. Anything that is stated and any information that is provided is only for educational purposes. Um, we do not hold ownership to any statements or to any audio that is not owned by us. So, please be advised. Um, <clears throat> if you guys have any ideas for horribly rated movies that we need to watch and destroy and give tea on and laugh out loud. Like, you know where to hit us up. You can hit me up on Twitter. That's Jack underscore Casper with a K, all lowercase. And then, Jack, what is your Twitter? It is RoryJack42. That's capital R-O-H-R-E-R-Y-J-A-C-K 42. Hit up my DMs, but not that kind of way. Yeah. You can in my kind of way, though. Uh-huh. Don't don't even hit the button. That wasn't funny. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week. All right. See you guys on the next one. Bye.